Welcome to the Primetime Review Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is episode 38 for November 8th, 2020. This is a podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you want to send us some feedback, you can hit us up at theptrshow at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at theptrshow. Hey, Brian, did you know that if you go to Anchor Mobile, our listeners can leave us a message through the app, and then we could put it directly into the show. So we don't even have to sit here and talk about it. We could just put their voices right into our own show. Really? That'd be cool. Be neat if somebody would try it. We could try it out. So if you're listening, leave us a message. <laughs> and we'll put you on. Uh, we'll put you on the show. We'll talk about it. That'd be the whole show. We'd be so excited. <laughs> All right. Uh so I got a ton of TV that I watched in the last two weeks. Uh, I don't know what happened. I went like the week, the last show before I barely watched anything. And now all of a sudden mm-hmm. it just blew up on me. Yeah, it's kind of a flip. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to start ahead. out. I'm going to start out. I'm going to sure. start out. All right. And we, let me do mine first. Let me do mine first. Okay. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. <laughs> Not even the Mandalorian. Well, I mean, like, yeah. OK, sorry. Um. Mandalorian, yeah, and Unsoft Mystery, yeah. All right, um, All right so we'll talk about those two. We, you, you, come on, you, you watch some TV then. Well, I mean, like every four years, I get a geography um, TV show. I would call it right, and that has been dominating my TV for the last week or two. That's what. Which um, is what? The election. <laughs> oh <laughs> my my gotcha. map of the united states um geography so, uh, show so, so i've been watching a lot of that this is this is how much i'm into that i tried this is the first year i actually tried to watch that stuff right mm-hmm. i normally don't like i remember you know four years ago i flipped it on for a few minutes and i was like uh, oh, all right it's time to go to bed went to bed woke up in the morning hey we had a president Mm-hmm. I remember the years before that, with Obama, you know, hey, flip it on. Hey, what's going on with the election? Oh, hey, look at this. Obama's going to win. Okay, go to bed. This year, I thought, okay, I'm going to throw it on. I throw it on. I'm like, man, it's close. They don't even know. I'm like, I'm going to be shocked. We're, we're probably not even going to know come the morning. I threw it on. Yeah. I started watching it, and I started getting into it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, do I want to watch NBC or do I want to watch CNN with Wolf Blitzer? I'm like, which one of these <laughs> should I watch? like okay you know i'm kind of trying to get into this and i sat there for about 10 minutes boom i fell asleep oh really i was out cold man i was so bored but it was just like all right they're saying the same thing over and over i got that's I got true within 10 minutes and then after that i was good so i was like so that was my tuesday wednesday came home threw it on fell asleep <laughs> five ten minutes seriously i woke uh, up i woke up later you know i woke up I, I i this was early on in the evening this is like probably seven o'clock seven thirty i woke up because i had to go pick up pick up one of my kids from dance and it was like mm-hmm. then i was awake after that but it was like that was i i couldn't watch more than five minutes because again they, they're saying the same things i heard now wednesday night thursday night same thing so so i got to the point by friday I just put it down for a couple minutes, take a look at where the states were, and then mm-hmm. uh, okay, I flipped the channel, watch something else. 
I couldn't keep it on. If I kept it on, I was just going to fall asleep. So, but like, so like, um, here's how I kind of approach it. It's because like, uh, I mean, like, we're not going to get into too deep in politics. Hopefully, we're not going to do no, that here. No, 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 no. Um, but like, one person has such a huge margin of winning, and then the other guy just kind of starts chipping away, start chipping away, right? So the sports fanatic in me starts to think like is he gonna start chipping away enough where he'll overtake the other guy so like that was what drove me to watch and also the 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 states and how all the numbers coming together um that was really intriguing to me oh i get it 100 percent. but it was such a slow pace that wasn't like like i said you if you watch it for five minutes you were good for the day because nothing changed through the whole day, and they kept saying the same things through the whole day. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, that, that's yeah. my feel for it. Oh yeah, oh so. yeah. All right, okay. well, so we got a couple things we can talk about. Um, all right, let's get one thing out of the way first. Uh, Unsoft mystery. Uh, you have that on your t- on your list of TV watched. Um, yeah. So I, I only I only got first through the first two episodes. So I got through to where you talked about last time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I agree with you 100%. The second episode they had on there was terrible. Which one was that again? I, I don't that was remember. the lady that, that mysteriously died in Oslo. Oslo. Like, they oh. didn't know who she was, how she got there. You know, they just, they, like you said, they were feeding off five different facts and they pulled that into an hour long episode. And I was just like, Wow, this this was not fun. I thought the first episode was decent. I was like, okay, this isn't bad. This is kind of unsolved mystery like. That's the West Point like, guy, right? The, the yeah. first one's the West Point guy. Yeah. Yep. And now, and then the what second do you think one, I was just like, oh my lord. Oh, I know. Uh, let's not even talk about the second one. No. Um. All right. Let's talk about the first one. Mm-hmm. Um. All these facts point to to me all the facts of him being dumped. And being disposed of, I would say, yeah. at a at a trash dump site, he still have his West Point um, right. ring on, and I think he has like a really nice watch and some money. Yeah, yeah total government conspiracy. Or do you think it's like a mob hit, right? Because his line of work yeah. is it's really like um, super secretive. I want to say government, yeah. like kind of like what you're saying. Um, or do you? I mean, like he was. Or do you think? He went on the deep end because he does have some mental issues. And, no, and he kind of like, I mean, like they talked about it how he could like just jumped into one of those trash cans or dumpsters uh, when he had an episode, and then next thing you know, uh, they picked up the trash, they compact them or whatever it may be, and then he died in that whole sequence of 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 trash being removed. I don't know. What do you think? Well, okay. It was weird that he was walking around without a shoe on and that he was getting kind of frantic. But at the same time, if if it was if if he felt like there was a government conspiracy going on and he didn't want to get anybody else involved, he's not going to say anything to anybody. Why he walked around without a shoe on, I don't understand that part of it. I really don't. Um how he was in that building for hours. And didn't make contact with anybody if if he felt like scared for his life. I I don't get that either. But I don't think he just would jump into a 
trash bin on his own just for the heck of it. I don't that one doesn't make sense to me. Um, so but, I I think it's more I think it's more like you said it's I think it's more a mob or maybe like the Russians type maybe not the Russians per se but you know a, a government faction like that. Mm-hmm. So that that that's my feelings on it. But didn't they also say that he was also bipolar and that like he may or may not have taken his medication? Yeah, I mean it's all it's possible, but it just does not seem like that's something that just, that just does not seem right. You know, that didn't add up to you. No, not as much. Not as not as much of the possibilities that it was like I said, somebody else did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, did you finish it? No, I got to the next one, and uh, I mean, it was kind of cool. Like, um, if I was a teenager, like an early teen, maybe like you know, eleven or twelve, I would say, then I would be like really creeped out about the next episode. The next episode that you you're gonna watch, I think, is gonna be. I think it's the next one. It's going to be about the tsunami that happened in Japan, um, but not at Fukushima, but it's like another city outside of Fukushima that's close by mm-hmm. where a lot of people die. It's about it's about that location, that city, um, and it's a ghost story. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. And if I was 11 or 12, I would be really creeped out and not be able to sleep uh, after watching that. But like as a quote-unquote sort of adult <laughs> i i would just bored out of my mind watching that okay yeah. sorry don't want to like poo poop before you no. watch it oh yeah no i get it so uh this is this is one of the shows i'm hoping here in the next week or so to finish up on mm-hmm. mysteries because I, I finished a lot of other shows so um all right that's cool all right mandalorian mm-hmm. i watched the first two episodes how about you Yep, same here. So, I uh, just actually we, me and my daughter just watched them Friday night. Mm, cool, cool. So, yeah, uh, it, it's pretty good so far. I think it picked up pretty much right where it left off. So I'm okay with it. I thought it was great. So, do you think? Um, I mean, it's pretty good to me. It's pretty good, pretty good. Um, the only couple thing I don't, I'm I'm not in, has enjoyed as much. Is that these are really like a standalone episodes, right? Yeah. Yep. And that like, how is what he's doing in episode one killing that big beast, and episode two getting out of that frozen island with the spiders contribute to the overall story? Like, I didn't, I didn't understand a whole lot of that because on season one, everything that he did, the Mandalorian did, was to become the Mandalorian that we know now and also help baby Yoda. Now, like how does killing that beast and getting off this Island and helping that frog lady do anything? I mean, like, I don't, I, I like that to me is more like, um, kind of like stalling and trying to get more episodes out of a season than anything else. Well, yeah, but remember, he's looking for a Mandalorian. That's what the whole premise premise is at, at this point right now. Is correct. He's trying correct. to look for, for more Mandalorians to help him. So correct. the first episode, he thought he found one. 
get to see Boba Fett's uh, outfit. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And your boy. So, Timothy Oliphant. I love that yeah. dude. I right. love that Good dude. So I, was, I was excited to see him. Now I'm bummed because, you know, then I looked it up on IMDb and he's only in that episode. So oh, like, really? Man, they should have a, you know, that'd be cool if he was like a supporting character, you know, but whatever. Um, so then the second episode, same thing. He was going off to try to uh, find more Mandalorians. He was going off to the next location where he's heard they're, they're at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was kind of cool. You see part of the, uh, oh, what are they called? Not the, is it the Republic? Um, no. no. Oh, oh, the X-Wing. Oh. Yeah, but you see the X-Wings pull up and you're like, whoa, you know, yeah. you don't you don't expect to see this. And where I have a problem is I always forget and I have to ask my daughter, when does this take place, you know, in the Star Wars mythology? And she always has to remind me that it's between <laughs> Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And I'm like, oh, OK. All right. What are you laughing at? <laughs> That's awesome. She yeah. is your like encyclopedia to the Star Wars. The well, world Star Wars. Well, she just she's like my my scratch pad because I don't I can't, I can't <laughs> keep all that straight, man. It's too much. <laughs> I don't That's I don't awesome. care I don't care to really keep it straight anymore. I'm kind of like, all right, there's been enough stuffs going on, so I'm just like, yeah, I don't need to remember this. I'll just ask her when does this take place again? You know, I feel like yeah, I do kind of feel like an old man who's like, you know, <laughs> losing his memory. Oh, honey. What year did that happen? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but uh, so I, I I get it so far, but you're right. They are standalone episodes. You know, they have a little bit of tie into each. Um, I do feel the first episode was way better than the second. Um, yeah, I don't know, but they're good. I'm not, I haven't seen anything yet that I don't like, so I'm OK with it. Yeah, the episode two. I mean, there's two parts that got to me. Hey, baby Yoda, like just munching on those eggs. I'm like, those eggs, yeah. I'm like, yo, man, don't let Mama Egg see, uh, Mama Frog see that, or else yeah. she'll take you out. And then two, um, I have a big thing about Alien and those, um, those creatures from Aliens and those eggs, those spider eggs. Oh man, that brought back some bad memories from, yeah. from Alien films. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oof. That I was like, oh, there's a, there's one of those things. Uh, those are those creatures gonna jump out and, and 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 attach to Yoda's face and it's all over there. Yep. Nope. I hear you. So. Yeah. All right. Uh. So I guess that leaves me. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, one of the shows I got on here, I, I mentioned it before, and it was called. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's more of a kids show than anything, but it's called Julian the Phantoms. And this is something that my daughters uh, got me into watching and said, Dad, you got to check this show out. You got to check this show out. You got to check this show out. And and I did. And, and my one daughter is still obsessed with it. Like, this is like the teeny bopper show of the year right here. And uh, But it's got some decent songs in it, right? Like, the music's pretty okay in it. So I ended up just to kind of half humor my daughters. But also because I kind of was like, eh, it's not, not too bad of a show. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, I ended up finishing Julie and the Phantoms. And uh, I'm interested to see and hoping that they'll come out with a season two. So um, if you got some uh, tween, tween, especially daughters, I would say, you know, boys too. But mostly, mostly girls, I would say, you know, they're in that, 
you know, eight to 13 age range there. I think they would like to show, but, uh, I'd say it's, it's pretty good. It, you know, it's definitely obviously kid friendly, but, um, yeah, my one daughter even got with some of her friends and they were so into it. They kind of dressed up like this for dance one day. Oh you really? Know, for Hall- for Halloween, for like Halloween, it was like a, mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't their true Halloween costume. It was kind of like a side Halloween costume, um, but yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. But it's it's a pretty good show, so I would recommend it for especially if you want to watch something with your kids. Um, the next two, God, I don't know which one I want to talk about first. I think I'm going to talk about Utopia first. So Utopia is one that I've been hearing a lot of good things about on Amazon Prime and. I was like, all right, I should watch this. I should watch this. And then, boy, does it fit in really good with what's every, everything going on in the U.S. right now. Um, it's basically, and, and this stars John Cusack and Rain Wilson. So, you know, obviously John Cusack, huge movie star. And then Rain Wilson, everybody knows is Dwight from The Office. Um, and then a bunch of lesser known actors, I would say, for the most part. Uh, if if you're a fan of the Gotham TV show that was about like the Bat- Batman mythos, the the guy that played uh, Edward Enigma, the Riddler, he's in it as well and plays a pretty weirdo, creepy role as well. So mm. pretty good from that standpoint. But the whole premise of the show is um, John Cusack is this like brilliant scientist or yeah, yeah, I think he's a scientist pretty much. And He's doing all these things constantly to help the world and make the world better. And he owns like, you know, it's called Christie Labs and his last name is Christie and stuff. And uh, they're talking about how he just created this new kind of meat. And it's a, a pure protein based meat. It's not plant based. It's not animal based. It's it's, you know, it's totally made up in a lab, but it's safe and it's great and all this. And then you find out all these kids associated that were eat, getting this meat and eating it as trials for for him through their schools are now coming down with this flu and at the same time there's this group of people who follow this comic book called dystopia and there's rumors that there's a sequel to it called utopia right mm-hmm. and all of a sudden so like in the first episode there's like three different storylines going on it's kind of like, what is going, it's hard to put together. And so then you follow this other couple and they're like, they just, it seems like, I think they just got married or they just were moving in together. I don't know what it is, but they're going, moving into this girl's like grandfather's house or something. And they find this comic book utopia, which is the sequel to dystopia. And they realize, Hey, this could be worth some money. So they're going to put it out there for this Chicago comic book show. And it it's all starts intertwining where this comic book fo- foretells or, or, or foreshadows, I should say, foretells. I don't even know if that's word. Foreshadows, <laughs> foreshadows. Uh, uh, what do you call it? These like oh, pandemics and stuff, basically. And you know all these different illnesses and strange flus and viruses and strange things that have gone on throughout the world. And it kind of for for you know foreshadows it, uh-huh. and starts talking about a new one that's coming, and it's based off, and they figure out it's based off this flu that these kids have had, and and it's just really weird, and 
there's this one character and all of a sudden you find out that this character in this comic book may actually be a real person. And so then this stuff is really going on where everybody else just thinks it's just a comic book. And then you find out it's a real person. And then there's this other group that's trying to kill her and kill the people that know about this comic book. It's, it's really weird and really out there. Um, but it was, it was actually really, it was actually pretty good. It was pretty yeah. good. I was, I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. It was cause it's kind of, you know, it sounds like it's all over the place and it is, but it all ties in really well. Um, so I was like, okay, this was interesting. So uh, again, that's another one. It'd be interesting to see if it gets a second season. Uh, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was really interesting. I was like, whoa, this is different from something I've seen recently. But because it talks about pandemics and, and government conspiracies tied into <laughs> pandemics and stuff, it kind of had, you know, <laughs> in today's date and time <laughs> with with the uh, corona kind of fit in pretty good and it even puts a disclaimer in the beginning this is all based on fiction you know? <laughs> well i mean they don't they put that in front of like um all tv shows and movies yeah and but yeah but you really had to do this one because I mean, <laughs> it was like well hey it gets you thinking so um is this yeah. one of those shows that it's kind of like quote unquote like not like a slow burn but like you have to watch it to the end of the season yes. to for everything to kind of like fall into pieces so that like don't give up on the first two episodes um, yeah. and, until you see like the very end of the season so that like you get to see where all these kind of storyline kind of come and merge into one. Yeah, you, you, the whole draw is. Yeah, because I, I watched the first like two episodes and you know, the first one was really crazy and out there. And I'm like, I just don't even understand what's going on. Do I really want to keep watching this? Do I really want to figure this out? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I watched episode two and then episode two things kind of start to fall in place. But without spoiling it too much, they take one of the people that you think is going to be a main, 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 main character. And, and they just kill her. <laughs> mm. So it was like. Oh, I thought she was going to be one of the main people I was going to be watching through this whole thing. And I was like, they just killed her. I'm like, what What the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that kind of got, for me, that kind of got me pulled in more. And I was just like, all right, now I have to watch this. And, uh, yeah, things just start happening that pull you in. And then by episode four, you, you're almost to the point in episode four. You're like, all right, I get what's going on now. I understand. Do I really want to keep watching this? But it's like at this point, you have so many questions that you're like, I just got to finish this and see where it goes. Mm. So, you know, even though I've even though at that point I questioned it, I stuck around for, I don't know, nine, ten episodes. I was like, I just got to finish this out because I need I can't just drop it now and not know what's going on and what really happens. And so, yeah, it was the closure. Yeah, I did. And you pretty much get it. So that's where it's like there are still a lot of questions left at the end. So it does leave you with, you know, cliffhanger questions and, and everything. But it does also give you some closure that, you know, at least at least it got to the point where it was, OK, well, if I don't ever see this show again, at least I know how it got to this point and what was going on. So um, the last show is Ted Lasso, which I've been hearing a ton about. I mean, 
I said Utopia was getting a lot of fanfare and praise, but Ted Lasso seems like to be the one that everybody's been talking about. And this is on Apple TV Plus, which I got a one-year free subscription to for buying my uh, new phone. Um, I think I have, I think I only got one episode left. This is when I got the wife hooked on and she mm. really likes it too. And we've been burning through and they're only half hour episodes. So mm. we've been burning through like one to two episodes the last few nights since I think last weekend. Uh, we didn't get to any last night or, or the night before. Um, or maybe we did watch one the night before. I think we did watch one the night before. We didn't get to any last night, which would have been the last episode. But, uh, this show is something else, man. I think, as a matter of fact, I think it's already been renewed for, I know it's been renewed for season two. I want to say I heard it may have been renewed for season three also already. Already? But, uh, yeah. Um, this, this stars, uh, God, what's his name? Jason. Oh. Sadikus? Sadikus? Yes. Yes. That's it. Um, stars him. It's kind of a fish out of water type story. He's a, a division two football coach. And he basically when, when we say football, American football. Okay, okay, okay. Football that you and me watch on Saturdays and Sundays. Cool. Uh, okay, American football coach, and um, he gets hired by this owner of a premier football club. So now we're talking soccer <laughs> out of London, and. She hires him, so him and his, you can tell it's like his number one coach, so maybe, like, you think of it kind of, I don't know how it goes, really, it doesn't get into it, but you think of it kind of like, you know, if he's the head coach, this would be like his defensive coordinator, or vice versa, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's his number one coach that he always takes with him wherever he gets a job, so it's these two, and, and they go to London, and they're going to coach soccer, even though they've never coached soccer before, and uh, it's it's... So it's got some English humor to it, you know, but it's one of these ones that starts out and you just think, oh, it's just going to be this total. And he's like a country bumpkin in a way. You know, he's even got, you know, a little bit of an accent, southern accent and stuff. And uh, so you think it's this whole, okay, they're going to just make jokes this whole time about this southern guy. And, you know, then you find out that it's kind of going into the way of uh, Major League, the movie Major League, where Mm -hmm. the woman basically got this soccer team out of a divorce um she wants to see it fail so that's why she hired this coach because she thought you know yeah this would ruin the soccer team and she just wants to to you know make her ex-husband really mad that she ruined the one thing he really cared about and all this kind of stuff and but this guy comes in and he starts he he's just like the nicest guy in the world he uh, he just you, you fall in love with this dude. You, you really you like you just you can't not like him and everybody likes him. And even the owner, she starts to like him. Um, I don't want to give. I can't, yeah, I don't want to give away too much because it's still fairly new. But um, yeah, it's just you just see where this whole thing. It's a lot of character development. Uh, there's a couple of relationship stories going on in the show, too. Um and it's just about, you know, you know, can he turn this soccer team around or is he not going to be able to? And, you know, where is that going? It's it. I don't know, man. It's just something else. It's like, wow, it's I was shocked. I heard it, this is how great the show was, but rarely do I ever go and see something like that. Yeah. And in this case, I did. And I was like, 
yeah, it's everything everybody said plus more. So huh. I was like, wow. Uh, Looks like a promising show. Yeah, I would definitely say. Um, yeah, it was. It was also renewed for season three. Really? Yeah. So season two and season three. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Sud- how you say Sudeikis. Yeah. I mean, SNL. it's a comedy. It's a comedy too. So there, there's. It's a lot of funny parts in it too. So I kind of got you know. I don't know. I don't even know how I'd say it. You know, I kind of got that office vibe to it in a way. There's some parts in it that were funny, like the office is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's some parts too, that are just kind of like heartwarming and it's like, it pulls at your heartstrings. And so it's like, Oh yeah. Good show, man. I can't say really? enough about it. So I'm sure tonight I'm going to get the last episode of that. in. if, if not tonight, I'm going to be shocked, but uh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It was good. And then I'm going to be sad because if it doesn't come back before my Apple TV account runs out, I don't oh, know. No. I, I got to find out if th- this is one of those ones where you can pause it and then unpause it, the, the subscription. <laughs> I would just for this show, I would I would pause it. And then when the show comes out, I would unpause it to watch all the episodes mm-hmm. and then unpause it, you know. And from what I understand, this was one that went week to week. So if that's the case, I'll let it run the, the course. And after it goes through all of its episodes, I would unpause it so I can binge it and then repause it again. But yeah, this. Wow. I can't say enough, man. Ted Lasso, Apple TV Plus. Um, so you recently got this Apple TV Plus, right? Yeah. And yeah, I just signed up for it like this past. I think it was last weekend I signed up for it. OK, OK. And like besides let um, Ted Lasso. Was there any other TV shows that you were uh, thinking about checking out on Apple TV Plus? Yeah, there's there's the morning show, which is the one that had Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and uh, uh, All Star Steve yeah, Carell. Steve Carell, yep, uh, Billy Caldrup. So that's one that I think my wife maybe might enjoy too. So I told my wife that when we were done with this, we were going to start watching that. So I didn't tell her what it was yet. I just told her I had another TV show for her. So I think mm. that's the one that we're gonna try to watch. So, yeah, yeah. Because like, I think John Stewart just signed on to Apple TV Plus to do his TV show again. So, so which is kind of cool. Yeah, I've never been a John Stewart fan. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't mind him, but I've never been like his other TV show. Even like if it was on and I was trying to you know waste time for a couple minutes and he caught my attention, I might watch him. But I I never sat there and watched the whole show. Mm. So, yeah, to me, that's not a gangbuster. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So those have been those are what I've been watching lately. So that's awesome. Yeah. All right. uh, News and rumors. All right. Um, So I have one here. um, Oscar Isaac. I'm sure that you've heard his name on. Oh, Oh. bunch of. Huh? Oh. Poe Dameron. Oh, Poe. Yeah, Poe. I thought you said something else. No. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. And he's going to be part of the uh, Dune franchise coming up. Um, um, so, yeah, he's a once that he's done with Star Wars, I think um, what, what he's on um, doing next, he's going to play uh, on a Marvel, uh, Marvel superhero called Moon Knight. Um, and it's going to be a TV show developed for Disney Plus. Um, 
are you familiar with Moon Knight? I'm not too familiar with Moon Knight. No, I'm not actually. Uh, and uh, I've so, read a little bit about him, but not a ton. Um, so it's from from like the little research that I did. It sounds like he's kind of like Marvel's Batman. I want to say he he he's a millionaire. Um, that is a good detective, and um, uh, uh and and he kind of like fights the underworld almost. Um, and so like I'm kind of interested in seeing how Oscar Isaac will take this route. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to see what he brings to the Marvel um the Marvel superhero world. So I'm kind of interested in seeing that. And um, this is gonna be developed by Jeremy Slater, who also brought Umbrella Academy to Netflix. So um, how it has um, I'm a huge Umbrella Academy fan, so I'm kind of a big fan of Jeremy Slater already. So I'm kind of interested in seeing how um, Oscar Isaac and Jeremy Slater kind of team up to do Moon Knight for Disney Plus. So I'm kind of interested in seeing how that goes. Cool, cool, cool. Um... Oh, uh, talking about uh, Umbrella Academy. Did you ever finish that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Season two? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Did you? No, I haven't finished it yet. So I need to go back and finish that one, too. I just that's I told you that's one of those ones I start watching it I'm into it and then if I fall off track for some reason I, I totally forget about it and I don't remember uh, to go back so no, no I, need, I need to go back and finish it um yeah Oscar Isaac so you know this is not his first time in the Marvel fray right well technically it is I'm not gonna say it's not the first time but technically well, actually no I take eh, yeah okay but he's had two other times besides <clears throat> Star Wars, which is somewhat tied into Marvel because of Disney. Um, besides that, though, he's been uh, a in a superhero movie twice before tied to Marvel. Mm. Stump Brian. Yeah, Stump Brian. Uh, no, I don't know. So one... He was the voice of an interesting person, number one, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, really? Okay. And two, he was in... Love that movie. Love that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. And then two, he was... uh, um... Oh, in X-Men Apocalypse, he played Apocalypse. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot that franchise even existed. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah dude no yeah and then uh if you ever want to hear him sing he has a song that's actually a really good song <laughs> and uh, i i don't know why i like the song so much I, I think i like the movie and he sung in a movie and i was like find out he's he's a pretty decent singer and he's he's been in a couple movies where he sings now but um oh geez what's the name of the song now i can't even think about it what movie though? First, I'm it's called that. Ten Years. It's about a group of friends that get back together ten years later, um, for a ten year class reunion. It's got a lot of lot of famous people in it. Um, Is that like a '90s film or like a 2000 film? Uh, 2012. I think it's 2012. Ah, uh. yeah, it's called Never Had. 
Uh, but you can look it up on YouTube and see see him play it a lot, especially when they were doing like promos for that show. Mm-hmm. But that 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 movie had Kate Mara in it. it had uh, mm. oh god, jeez, uh, I can't even think of the people now. I got I'm gonna have to go look it up. Uh, I'm staring at his face. Rosario Dawson, Channing Tatum, Chris Pratt before he was like got buff um jenna dewan who used to be mrs channing tatum justin long uh oscar isaac scott porter oh god who else aubrey plaza (laughs) yeah a lot of lot nick zano who is uh uh steel in legends of tomorrow what's his name What's <laughs> we're, oh, no. we're Nate, he plays Nate Haywood, uh, who is is it? It's not, he doesn't go by Steel. What does he go by? Um, yeah, he goes by Steel, I guess. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, it's got a lot of lot of people in that movie, and that's it's a pretty decent movie. It's okay. That was like a B lister movie. I mean, not when it when it came out, it wasn't that you know. He wasn't that popular, oh, right? No, wasn't that popular of a movie then, but it's it's caught on like through streaming and stuff. So, yeah. anyways, all right, sorry, moving on. It took us on no, a little. Well, like I think, like thing. I've been um, becoming a big fan of Oscar Isaac this past couple of years. So, yeah, um, he's grown big time. So, um, the first time I saw him was on Ex Machina, um, and and just kind of like it, from there is on. Is it Machina or is it Machina? Oh, I don't. You know, I don't know. I, I. There's a good chance I've been mispronouncing that whole movie's title <laughs> for since 2014. <laughs> since 2014, yeah. Hey, yeah, I so. never know. But uh, yeah. So, oh well, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, folks out there, if you know how to pronounce that, hit us up. Yeah, let us know. Is it Machina or Machina? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Machina. I think it's Machina. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, all right, moving on. So a couple episodes ago, I put in here a link to the trailer for the new Saved by the Bell show, which Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking about had uh, Mario Lopez being AC Slater again and Elizabeth Berkeley, something, whatever she added to her last name now, uh, playing Jesse Spano again. Now they Mm -hmm. came out with a new trailer that shows Zach and Kelly. So uh, go check that out. That's on uh, the, 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 the Peacock. <laughs> um, We're not going to get into that one again. <laughs> uh, uh, so are they like a regular or are they just kind of like. Um, no, Zach and, in? Zach and Kelly, I think, are supposed to pop in and out of a few episodes here and there. Their son goes to the high school and he's one I of see. the main characters. Um is their son so no only mario lopez and and elizabeth berkeley are the main part of the regular cast Um, and it's it's totally you know they're goofing on one another like zach you could tell like they gave him a fake wig to make his hair look kind of like it did back in the day (laughs) and he like it shows in the clip where he walks in the room and he's totally kind of i mean i want to say fake and phony but fake and phony in that you know, hey, I'm playing Zach Morris again kind of way. <laughs> so 
the way he's talking with his son and stuff. So it looks goofy. And then the funny thing was, is then shortly after this came out, they put out a, uh, a picture of uh, Lark Voorhees, who played Lisa Turtle. And supposedly now she's also going to have at least pop in for an episode or something like that. So, Well, if she's going to pop in, we're Screech. Dude, they hate Screech. We talked about this last time. They can't stand Screech. None of those people like Screech. So oh, if he pops up, wow, that'll be the biggest show. Like that'll get Peacock all their fans. So oh, um, unless they have it on the free version of Peacock, which I downloaded the app, but I still haven't signed up for the free account. Unless he's, unless this show shows up on the free version, I am not going to watch it. So it is what it is. That's too funny. Hey, speaking of the Peacock, though, uh, your one show on there, I heard got canceled. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. know. So I was going to ask you, did you ever watch it? I never signed up. No. Are you going to? No. No. Not anymore. It's not worth it now, right? No, no. Okay. All right. Uh, The last thing I got here, uh, Hillary Burton, and if you don't know who she is, I'll tell you in a minute, was cast to play Negan's wife in The Walking Dead. Now, do you know who Hillary Burton is? Uh, isn't that his actual wife in real it life? It is. It is. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan on The Walking Dead, Hillary Burton is his actual wife. Uh, so I just found that kind of interesting. I was like, hey, that makes sense. You know, and I believe in the comics is his wife, Lucille, uh, had blonde hair and everything. And she mm-hmm. usually has blondish brown hair. So I was like, why not do it you know especially it's supposed to be she's she's a lot younger than him um and this one and what i guess what they're doing i i haven't quite caught on to this in between now which they just finally showed the the last episode of the last season of the walking dead because coronavirus like interrupted it Mm. um so uh they just showed that last episode. So now because there's been such a long time between filming the next season mm-hmm. and actually putting it out there, I guess they're going to do a couple one-off episodes here and there based on maybe more focused on some characters. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them they're looking to do then is the back little bit of the backstory or most of the backstory on Negan, which was a one-off in the comics as well. They did a one-off comic book and a one-shot comic of his backstory in the comics as well. So they're kind of basing it off of that or doing it off of that. So I just thought that was interesting. So I thought that I'd throw that in here. So No, it's cool. The only reason I know that hit that um, Hillary is actually Jeffrey Dean Morgan's wife, because it came across my screen last night. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but like, okay. So like, this is her character is Lucio and that's the quote unquote, how he named his bat, bat right? Mm-hmm. Is that the backstory that they're going to dive into? Yeah, yeah. They're well. I mean, just the backstory of his life and how he became Negan. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yep. Surprised that this show's still going. Yeah, I haven't watched enough for last season or two. Oh yeah, me too. Longer than that. All right, that's it for TV shows. On to movies. All right. Uh, so, what do you got, Brian? Uh, on to you, Dan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I actually have three things here, and I think I talked about the one 
the last episode and I said how we watched part of it and I couldn't stay awake through it. Um, I actually went back and ended up watching the rest of it and it was pretty sad. Uh, this was a documentary on Netflix called Audrey and Daisy. And this was one that was based on two girls who, uh, were basically sexually abused by peers, you know, by other boys or whatever, or older boys either way. And, were taken advantage of. They, in both cases, I think the girls either were drunk or drugged, mm. and then they were, and then they were uh, shamed on Facebook, like bullied, like um, mostly Facebook. But I think one may have been on MySpace or something. Even it was so long ago. Whoa. But um, they were, yeah, they were, they were, they were bullied over the internet and stuff like that. You know, in school too, but um, all because of sexual assaults, which were people, you know, didn't believe that, you know, all oh, they were really sexually assaulted. It's just a crazy mixed up thing. And, uh, the, the sad news about it was in the end, the one girl Daisy, um, from, from a majority of the story, uh, committed suicide. Mm. Uh, I don't know, six months ago, May. Not six months ago, but probably it was probably about May. I think it was about May or June. Um, even though what happened to her happened, you know, eight years ago or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it was. It, but anyhow, I watched that. It was it was pretty sobering, and uh, yeah, it was it was sad. So, if you're looking for something like that, I guess go watch it. I can't give. I can't really say it was. Hey, go check this out. It was a good documentary. Yeah, it's sad. So I don't know, um, but it's there. Hey, if you, if you want a documentary <laughs> to watch, I guess that's one to go watch, right? Um, another thing that I watched, and it was last weekend because last weekend was it? Yeah, last yeah, it was last weekend Halloween. It was yeah, last weekend, yeah, it was. So because uh, we watched a Halloween night, um, I I put on here I watched it on Apple TV Plus, and I, and I'll get into why. That was so weird, but we did watch it on Apple TV Plus. But we watched The Adams Family, the cartoon that came out a year ago in mm-hmm. 2019. Um, speaking of Oscar Isaacs, he is the voice of uh, Mr. Adams. I can't think of his name. Gomez Adams in that movie. Oh. Which they're working on part two of, or already did part two of. I don't know which it is. Comes out next year. So, anyways. Um, the kids got this from uh, their grandmother and mm-hmm. for Halloween and they wanted to watch it. And so we got the free download and it was weird because most of the time when you get a free download now, it's that movies anywhere. Right. So I was like, OK, I go into movies anywhere and I go to punch this in and it's it's not there. It's telling me it doesn't work. And I'm like. That's really odd. And so I go back and look again and it says that this one's tied to iTunes. And I'm like, I didn't know that they still did like ones that were specific to certain like, I don't know, digital downloads specific to certain uh, streaming players or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I ended up going into iTunes. I punched it in and it says, oh, you can watch this on Apple TV Plus. And I'm just like, at this point, I didn't have my new phone yet. I'm like, I'm not going to go on there. So I'm like. So the only way my kids are going to be able to watch this digitally is through the internet. And I'm like, that kind of sucks. And uh, 
But then now that I got Apple TV Plus, it worked out because it's on there. And I'm like, OK. And it was, so I even tied my Apple TV Plus subscription to Movies Anywhere. But this is one of those that it whatever the distributor is for this show isn't on Movies Anywhere yet. So I was like, that was really weird. So we ended up watching through Apple TV Plus, but we have the Blu-ray. We could have watched it on Blu-ray, you know, oh. but it was just, you know, it's, it's always easier for me to go in and watch it streaming, right? Yeah, yeah. So we ended up watching through Apple TV Plus, but uh, this was this was a good one. It was, I mean, it's it's a cartoon. It's a kid's show. So, I mean, but it was good. Uh, family enjoyed it. We, we had a good time. We watched that on Halloween night. So uh, if you're looking for something like that, you know, as a family, it wasn't, you know, too creepy or too scary or anything like that. I got I got I got a couple kids that get freaked out pretty easily and they watched it and they liked it. So it was, it was OK. So if you're looking for a good family show to watch, that's one I would recommend. Mm. And then the last thing I got here, I just uh, kind of watched this week in parts and pieces. Uh, whenever I had a few free moments, I was watching it. And this was a documentary I stumbled upon on Apple TV Plus also. So I guess I did have a couple things I ended up watching through Apple TV Plus, even though I didn't mean to. This <laughs> is called The Beastie Boys Story. Ooh. So uh, back in... I think it was 2012, uh, a member of the band, Adam Yonk, passed away from cancer. And the other two guys were just like Mike D and uh, Ad-Rock. Both were like, yeah, this this is it. We're done. You know, there's no band without him. So they've, they've been together and they ended up putting out a book. And then what they did was the last couple couple years, I think, or maybe a year ago, they, they did like a couple shows where they got with Spike Johns. Is that his name? Spike Johns? I think so. Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Spike Jones. They got together with him and they did uh, they did like shows where they basically talked about their book and tied it to some video clips and pictures and stuff. And they would get in these auditoriums and, and places like the Fox Theater here in, you know, uh, near Detroit and all that. And they would do like these shows. And, uh, they recorded the last one that they did and they, they put it on Apple TV plus and it was pretty interesting. Like, you know, I didn't know the beastie boys started out as three guys and a girl. <laughs> it was a girl that was a drummer for them. Right. Oh, um, I didn't, I didn't know that either. Exactly. And then it, it got into the whole, uh, uh, not Rick. I don't think his name is Rick Ross, Rick, something or other. He's one of the DJs. Um, him and then Russell Simmons, you know, had put out their first album and uh -huh. they actually put the album together for the Beastie Boys. Like the Beastie Boys didn't really do a lot, you know. Yeah, they sung the lyrics and they maybe wrote the songs, but they didn't mix it together. It was Russell Simmons and uh God, was it Rick Ross? I can't I don't know. I can't think of it. But anyhow, it was them who basically said, Oh, this should go with this. And they mixed it all together for him and put the album together. And oh. then came back and said, here's your album. And they were like, okay. So they didn't really have much to do with figuring out, you know, how the songs came together or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, so it was, it was pretty interesting. I, I, I liked it, you know, it was, it was, it was good. So, so was that, so that that's more of a documentary. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. No, no, I mean, like, I'm, I mean, growing Rick, up, Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin, the guy with the beer, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, growing up with the big fan of 
Beastie Boys, like, you know, every kid out there that grew up in the 90s. And it'd be cool to see their backstory. I mean, I, I never thought about looking up their backstory. So their first album, their main one, they don't even like it. <laughs> oh, really? To, yeah, because that's the one that they had nothing to do with. So they were just like, meh. Huh. Yeah, it was after that huh. that they started putting together their own stuff and being, you know, their own uh, artists. Creative, yeah, creative. Um, yeah, so Licensed Ill, that's that's the one that they're kind of like, eh, meh, we don't even really care for that album. <laughs> Those, The people from that are people that we don't even like, you know, frat boys and stuff like that. And like, yeah, that, that wasn't us. So Really? Hmm. That's yeah. Crazy. Yep. But uh, I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. I I liked. I liked watching that. It was. It was good. So, uh, and then God, there was something else I just thought of that I was gonna. Oh, I know what I was gonna mention on here. So it didn't really fit into either one of these categories, but I watched a lot of it over the last two weeks. Um, especially last weekend, it was out, and I think last weekend was when it was out mostly on uh YouTube, or mm-hmm. it may have been the weekend before, but they did the CrossFit games. <laughs> uh, uh, seriously the Reebok CrossFit games which usually th- they make a documentary from it and they end up showing it like a year later on uh, Netflix ESPN. Oh, well, Netflix? Netflix. yeah Netflix oh. has them uh, and usually they're called like the fittest in the world and stuff and it's always the same two people this one guy uh, God, what's his name Matt oh I know how about uh, uh, I can't think of his name Matt something uh Matt Brown? No. Uh... Oh, man. Matt Frazier? Matt Frazier, yeah. And Tina something. Um, anyhow, they're like the, the main male and female athletes at these things, and they just dominate, and they did it again this year, and they just dominated. But they were showing them like in live segments on uh, YouTube. And I just happened to be on there and it came up and I was like, oh, let me check this out. And then sure enough, it's like, you know, 10 minutes until start of the, you know, whatever next competition. I was just like, what the heck is this? And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So I watched a lot of that. I I can't remember if it was last weekend or two, two weekends ago. But yeah, that was good. Wait, so is this CrossFit Games like individual or like a team thing? It's individual. Okay, okay, because I because I've in the past I've seen them as a team, uh, team competition where where um, like a guy and a girl or like a grouping compete against a different grouping, and they and and it's more like a, like a team thing, but this is an individual uh, course, right? That they have to like run through to see yeah. who 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 has a better time and you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's good. I like it. And yeah, like Tia Toomey. Tia Toomey is the is the girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's Australian. And uh, they actually are workout partners. And it was kind of cool. They were so far ahead that coming into the last competition, which is kind of like a an overall crazy thing. They were just doing it together. And, you know, because they didn't have to finish first. They were going to win it anyhow. Mm. They just had to place. And so they were just working out together the whole time because they're workout partners normally. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool to watch that. But 
yeah, it's just the, the crazy things these people can do, man, to stay fit and stay in shape. And like, I mean, they were doing it's like a hundred handstand pushups. Oh, dude. What the heck? It was like, you know, they were doing them in groups of like six or seven. You know, they'd go up and do six or seven, come down, go up and do six or seven, come down. But I was just like, God. No. Yeah. And they crazy. like, I think what amazed me the most is that the amount of weight that these athletes can lift. And then next thing you know, they're like running in uh, at, at like, a, you know, eight minute clip or a seven minute clip. And I'm like, how yeah. the heck can you guys, you know, be able to do both? Yeah. Lift the a la- bunch of weight. The last, the last, like I said, the last thing they had to do was they had to run. It was like, is it a mile or two? I think it was more than a mile. I think it was like, it might have been, it might have just been a mile. I don't think it was three. Mm-hmm, it, might, mm-hmm. it might have been three though. But they had to run that. They come back. They had to do a hundred, hundred handstand pushups. Uh, they had to do, God, so many. Was it burpees? Mm-hmm. It was like a hundred handstand pushups, two hundred burpees, three hundred pull-ups. And then go run another, then run that mile or three miles, whatever it was, again. It was crazy. I was just like, oh, my God. So I watched a lot of that, too. But that's yep. that, was on, that was on YouTube, <laughs> on regular YouTube. So it did kind of yeah. really fit in anywhere. But. Yeah. And then here's I, uh, here I am watching on YouTube in front of a TV on my butt watching uh, – Eating potato chip, just sweating. I know. <laughs> it did. It did. It did motivate me a little bit. To start working out again. But I still haven't done it. <laughs> Two weeks. I did, I cleared the path to my elliptical, so I think I'm gonna try to get on there. But step one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh. So that's it for me, man. That, like I said, I, I've been plowing through a lot the last two weeks. So. Yeah, it's cool. All right. Uh, we don't really have any news or rumors there. Uh, you know, we, we we talked about a lot of stuff, though. So, yeah, I'm yeah. not feeling bad on that. Right. I mean, we're at the uh, one hour mark. <laughs> That's right. Hey, try to get back underneath that uh, New Year's resolution. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've been blowing that out of the water. So. All right. Well, there wraps it up for this week, everyone. If you want to leave us feedback, remember, it's the PTR show at Gmail dot com or on Twitter at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family for the PTR Show. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan, and this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Stay nerdy, y'all.